0: You are now listening to the Hottest True Crime Podcast in the Streets.
1: Well, hello there. Uh, Welcome to another Tales from the Hood mini-sold Fran, uh, before I Well, hello, hello Hey, Fran is here <laughs> what's, what's up? up, what's up Fran? I think I want to do some kind of drop or something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some I'm going to get in the beat laboratory Okay uh, Do some kind of no, Tales from the Hood I don't know, something 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 You mean like a to Start to show off or like No, I a, think I still want to do our music Okay, okay. You're like, You know, I want to go like Tales from the Hood Just hit something like Either something evil like a Or like a or like a like a Maybach music Rick rocks type of thing, something mm-hmm. like that. Tales from the Hood, mm, something like that, you know. For um, so what though? I mean, like, what is just it like just to-, to let people just to differentiate, just to be like we have a we have things we do here that we don't do. On got the you. The regular okay, something. got you. All right, just to make this standalone a little bit. Yeah, more. agree with that. So you know, I'm I'm thinking about getting the lab, you know, a little bit. But uh, anyway, we're not here to waste time, friend. You know what we do here? We read amazing emails from amazing listeners from all over the world, mm-hmm. and this has been so fun. And I'm ready to dive right in. But before we dive in, we have a little bit of a uh, correction or a follow up from a from a listener who, who sent in an email. Okay, they just kind of wanted to come, uh, chap, jump back in and go, hey guys, just wanted to clear some things up, right? All right. So this is from Carla, Carla, our Canadian listener, whose neighbor was from hell. Mm-hmm. Okay, literally my, my. wanking his wanking his shit, stalking people, spying on people. Yes, that guy. Boom. Here we go. So the follow ups from Carla. She says. Hey Alvin and Fran, just following up on my email to clarify. One, when I said nanny, I meant my grandmother. In Eastern Canada, it's common to call your grandma nanny. We didn't have money for childcare. Sorry for the confusion. Two, also, I didn't I didn't have like a pool pool. We had a little one that you set up every summer for the kids to cool off in type of thing. So nah, y'all don't wanna come and swim in that. I was made a joke about wearing a Speedo and swimming in her pool because she said her nanny. We, we we had it all mixed up. Yeah. Canadian slang. Anyway. Wait, what did we say it was? Well, she said a pool. The no, a nanny. What what did we... I thought... I I made a joke like, ooh, a nanny. Oh, excuse me. Like oh, a nanny okay. as if, you know, she had a nanny, like a, a, a nanny that babysits or something. Got you, yeah. Like an au pair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great movie, by the way. Uh, And oh, the au pair, too. Uh, so, I uh, just wanted to clarify, since I mentioned our family not having a lot of money, I didn't want to be like, we were... A poor family, and then mention having a nanny like we uh, like we hired in home staff and a pool uh, that judge, would, judge free zone, judgment free zone. But yeah. at the time, I do remember her saying like we didn't, you know, we we didn't, spending money we didn't have on a security system. And then she was like, my nanny and my pool. So to you know, judgment free zone. But I, I did think that I was like, what's a lot of money to this person because a nanny and a mm-hmm. pool, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm glad she did clarify for me because that's what I thought. I was like, so you didn't have money for a security system, but you have a nanny and a pool. Interesting. Canada's in Canada's cool so anyway uh thanks again for reading my story i wish i had reports to share but canada keeps that shit locked down a lot more than the u.s does and i'd be surprised if the cops were act if the cops here actually did any formal paperwork they kind of suck but if melvin gets into any more crazy stuff i'll let you know p.s in canada to chirp someone means to hurl insults their way so saying melvin was chirping the guy means that he was Trying to fight, trying to get him riled up with slurs and gross innuendos. I think it comes from hockey guys chirping at each other on the ice to throw the other team off their game. Have a good one, Carla. Carla, you do the same, and thanks yeah. for the follow-up. That sounds whack, though. It Doesn't sound tough at all. Chirping? Yeah. Yeah, no, you chirping at me. Chirping at me, bro. You chirping? Yeah, you chirping at me, bro? Chirp at me, bro. That I doesn't like work. That. I don't no. like that at all. Um, so we're gonna move on. So this, uh, oh. Uh, this email is from a listener who I don't, I'm not going to say her name until I know that it says I can. Anyway, hi Alvin and Fran and fellow listeners. Moin, moin. Moin, mm, moin. I don't, I don't. Moin, moin to you too, I yeah, guess. Yeah, moin, moin to you back. Nihoi, minoi. So she's talking like a Doodle Bob over here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess uh, Nihoi, minoi to you back as well. Is this like Japanese? Or? Uh, no, I think it's German. Oh. Yeah. Right. I have two tales of murder to share all. Yep, that's why you should just read instead of just talking. I have two tales to share all the way from Germany. Well, a Guten Tag and a Vita <laughs> Zane. I learned some things while I was over there. Anyway, the first one is about a young woman, <sighs> Yekaterina Baumann, who went missing in the town I live in. Oh, God. Of Bremerhaven. Her photo was on missing posters all over my neighborhood, and my friends and I talk about how it was sad, or talk about how sad it was that we hoped she would be found. She was, very, she was a very beautiful young mom who left behind a, to, a toddler child. Mm. Unfortunately, a few weeks later, most of her body was found dumped in a suitcase on the Main River Promenade, or Promenade, whichever you want. Wow. Uh, it was a super tragic day and a small memorial popped up to mark the place where she was found. It's tragic because the story is so common. Uh, Yekaterina had fled twice to a woman's shelter during her marriage and was attempting to leave her husband with her daughter and return to Russia. Her daughter was sent back to Russia to be with Yekaterina's family but that now means that none of her family here in Germany has contact because of the war between the Ukraine and Russia. Mm. Uh, what I learned shortly after that was that a woman at my job who runs a program to keep office workers active was Yekaterina's mother-in-law. Mm. Yes, a woman at my work that helps old people exercise apparently also raised a man who chose to cut up his wife. Woo, okay, that was heavy. How about a lighthearted murder story? I'd like to see how you... That's an interesting uh, phrase there. Let's see what that means. So, I have an axolotl. axolotl photos attached. It's some kind of a fish. Um, she have one. Yeah. A- a- A-X-O-L-O-T-L. Uh, so, she has an axolotl. I don't really know if I'm saying that right. Axol, axolotl. Sure. It's 15 centimeters or 6 inches long. Well... Vasquez is a whole foot long sub. Oh. What? Oh, that's the name of the of her animal. Vasquez? His name's name Vasquez. And he's a footlong. He's a footlong. She, sorry. Oh. She loves to eat, sit around, and rip up plants that I've carefully curated for her aquarium. Mm. Maybe she doesn't like it. Yeah. She likes wants to decorate her own space. Oh looking fish. Yeah, I've uh, never seen one like yeah, that. Yeah, scary. It's got these little things on the sides. It's not one for sure. The professor who gave them to me said they eat four pellets every day. Okay, no worries on it. Well, by the third day, Vasquez was done with what she obviously considered starvation rations and started looking around the tank for snacks. Mm. When I woke up after only four days of owning these creatures, I found Vasquez sitting calmly in the, in the front of the tank and Hicks floating sideways in the back. Arm gone, literally a bite mark out of its tail. Hicks. Hicks. Hicks was the other one. Hicks oh, and Vasquez. Shit. Sounds like a a, a a detective squad. Hicks and Vasquez. I'm getting too old for this shit, Vasquez. And then and then and then and then, and then Hicks uh, you know slides across the hood of the car. Uh, also what? the skin was missing. Horrifying. Was it a lethal weapon? Yeah, it was a lethal weapon right Yeah, next. I see that. Yeah. Uh, Hicks did not survive, but Vasquez, the Vanquisher. Oh, I like that. Vasquez the Vanquisher got as much food as she wanted from then on. Mm. of course there was never a trial so we need to add allegedly but I think we all know how hicks was murdered thank mm. you both for such like a that. yeah that was good that was good good little turn of phrase thank you both for thank you both also for such an entertaining and informative show yeah, yeah you're welcome Yeah, thank you for the compliment your show really gives people a chance to hear voices that don't get the kind of platform that they deserve I also really admire y'all's integrity and growth oh, thanks Oh, thanks. Showers with compliments. Why don't you? Yeah, you know. Yeah, thank you. Flattered. Yeah, I feel like she's setting us up to feed us to our fish. Uh, can't wait for the next episode. I'm not scared of vasquez, by the way. Oh, I'll fry that thing up. Yeah. No, I'll fry that no, thing I'll up. Batter it. Up. I'll, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Batter it up. Fry it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Side. Lazy. Yeah. What was it uh, fried? Died late to the side. For very <laughs> easy, crazy. I ain't too lazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she says tsus tsus Sus. t s t s c h u with an umlaut s s. So like, shis, shis, I don't know, something with like like, goodbye or something, or cheers, mm-hmm. shis, uh and and the person's name, I don't know if they want me to say. So anyway, P.S., Nachbarschaft, Nachbarschaft is German for neighborhood. I don't know if I said that, I don't okay. know if I read that in there, but thank you for that. Nachbarschaft, you know? all their words are very aggressive. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you so much for that uh, person. I don't, you know, If I'm sorry if, if you wanted me to say your name, but you know who you are. You have the fish and moin moin and, you know, Germany. Wait, is that a picture of the fish it was, when she found it in the back? N- no, this is the oh. fish that's it's just by itself. It oh, has okay. legs too, by the way. I didn't mention that part. It has legs. Terrifying. I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen it. That might be indigenous only to Germany. This is a terrifying. Is that saltwater? Uh good qu- uh, person, please let us know if this is a saltwater tank or a freshwater tank. I can't tell from here. I don't see any kind of pipes and things, so I'm not sure. If that's a freshwater fish, that's terrifying. You can just see that in a creek. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. running out of the water. Like walks. Yeah, that's yeah. terrifying. I don't like that. We have an audio submission, friend. I'm l- I love these. Keep them coming. This is from a a, a listener, longtime listener, Laura Laura W. She's Shab- not driving anything, right? Like no, I gave this a quick once over, and then okay. I, I didn't want. I wanted to be still surprised and listen to it with you. Okay, but the audio is a lot more clear. She's not in okay, an airplane great. hangar or you yeah. know on a rocket ship or anything like that. So. Um, so yeah. to tell you, I'm you guys sky so. <sighs> yeah, like skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> wind. <blowing. laughs> so when I was in living in Chicago, <laughs> all, right, all right, here
0: we go. Hi, Alvin and Fran. This is Laura from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a longtime listener and fellow eggnog lover. Um, Shout out. This story kind of spans across three decades for me, so just be patient, and it is going to age me. I am in my early 50s, but it's still an interesting ride. Okay. It starts in the mid-1980s. I'm in my seventh grade journalism class. I meet one of my best friends in the world, and one of the things we bond over is okay, um, the fact that we...
1: Did you say seventh grade? Yes. Journalism class? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <Seventh grade. laughs> Y'all were <laughs> learning journalism in the seventh grade? I don't even what Man. class was taking? recorder class. I was taking like how to learn how to play the yeah, recorder. High cross buns. Yeah. Shit. Journalism. Wow. wow okay. okay. Shout out to you, Laura. Somebody went to a nice school.
0: Would talk shit to this teacher. We were two smart ass little girls and we were 13. So that's what we did. But she gave as good as she got. And we're going to call her Miss J just for reference purposes. Miss J gave as good as she got. And one of the things that she used to say to my friend and tease her about, even though we knew it was not true before I say this, it's not true. And remember, it's the mid-1980s. They didn't give a fuck what they said to kids. Okay. So she used to tease my friend and tell her, well, you know, I'm quote unquote friends with your daddy. Mm. Now, even in seventh grade, we knew what she meant. She was insinuating that she was having an affair with a student's father. Okay, Miss J. But- it was wildly inappropriate. And we know it wasn't true because, I mean, my best friend's father lived on the West Coast at the time. Um, and the other part was she was just, like, extremely pregnant at the time as well. Like, she could give birth any day. But, you know, they went back and forth with the teasing, and that's how it went. Now, keep that little tidbit in mind. Keep in mind.
1: It's funny. That that joke doesn't work the other way around because I would have got expelled from school if some teacher was like, you know, I know your mama. Yeah, I'm like, what'd you say, man? (laughs) Uh, That joke doesn't... I don't think it works the other way. (laughs) It's an inappropriate joke, Miss J. Miss J, that's an inappropriate joke, but funny. That just shut a kid up. You're ruining my home life? You're ruining my parents' marriage? (laughs) Joke's over. Anyway, back to it.
0: That Miss J used to tease one of her students about having an affair with her father. All right. Fast forward to the late 90s. I had moved to Maryland by that time, but I was back home in Charlotte visiting my parents... And there was a news story and I didn't catch the news story, but I did catch the picture that accompanied the news story. And I remember looking at the picture and I'm going, hmm, she looks familiar, but I couldn't place it immediately. So I kind of slid it to the side of my mind and went on about my day. Um, It was later that I realized, wait a minute, that was Miss J, my journalism teacher. I wonder why she was on TV. Now, remember, this was the late 90s, so there was no Google the internet was just becoming a big, big thing. I had no idea how to look this up on the internet. I don't even know if the news channel had, you know, a web page. So like, that was it. I was like, oh, it was Miss J. I wonder why she was on TV. And I kind of left it at that. Fast forward another 10 years or so. I have moved back to Charlotte permanently. And I am at home watching reruns of old true crime shows. You know, 2020, Dateline, 48 Hours, on the case of Palazan. But I think this one was a show called American Justice. Um, it's one of my favorites. And I have been trying to find this episode and I cannot find it. I've been looking for it for years. And one of the reasons I can't find it is because I can't remember all of the players' names. So here we go. This particular episode focused on a businessman and his wife. His wife was in education And she befriended another woman who was in education as well. And they became friends. And then that woman introduced the husband into this friend group. And so you have these two couples that become fast friends. They start hanging out. Their kids play together. Things like that. They become really close. And one of the things they did was, I guess when they got together and partied a little bit, they did some casual drugs. I do remember the drug use was not that big of a deal. But, you know, it's important to the story. So, it turns out, though, that the businessman and the wife from the other couple, they like to do drugs a little bit more than their respective spouses. So, they start doing drugs together, and in turn, they start having an affair. And this is where I realize who this other woman is and who I'm looking at. It is, once again, on my TV screen, Miss J, my journalism teacher. So, my ears perk up because... The incident 10 years ago automatically pops in my mind like, oh my God, is this what the news was talking about? So the story goes that the wife finds out about the affair and she confronts the businessman and Miss J. Um, And I cannot remember the businessman's name. Sorry, Um, if I could, this would make life a lot easier. But um, so the wife confronts the businessman and Miss J. They decide to all pile in the wife's van one day and they're going to go somewhere secluded and hash it out. All right. So they end up parking at the Atlanta airport to have this talk. A week goes by and the van is still at the Atlanta airport. And so the airport personnel go out there. They look in, they see something suspicious. They call the police. The police come out, they open the van and inside the back of the van is the body of my journalism teacher, Miss J. But not far from the van outside in a wooded area is another body and it is the body Of the wife of the businessman. So you've got these two. You know dead women. The police process the scene. And they start the investigation. They quickly rule out Miss J's husband. Um, And so of course they turn to the businessman. Now at first he comes up with some crazy alibi. um, To try to keep him away from the murder scene. But apparently around his wife's body, there was some type of definitive evidence that he was definitely there. I think he dropped his glasses or something like that. So when the police confronted him with this evidence, he finally gave up the story. And he says, yeah, my wife found out. We end up in her van. We all go out to the airport. We're talking. My wife and Miss J get into an argument and my wife kills Miss J. Okay, So then he says that he and his wife end up outside of the van and they start arguing it gets physical and he ends up killing his wife.
1: I think you did this story. Me? I think you did this story, but it's been a while. The thing about the van being parked at the airport, I feel like that there was like an... uh, something about like a near a housing development that wasn't finished. This feels, this sounds familiar. I could be wrong, but this sounds very familiar. All of these, these details sound very familiar. Anyway, we'll continue. Wow. Juicy.
0: So he's put on trial and he is convicted for murder, but he's only convicted for the murder of his wife because Miss J's body was found inside the van. Any DNA from, the wife or from the businessman can be explained away because the wife owned the van and mm. this is the businessman's wife. So you can assume that he's been in the van as well. Um, I think everybody's prints may have been on the murder weapon, whatever it may be. So that didn't tie, you know, anyone to her murder as well. So to this day, no one has ever been convicted of her murder and for me the irony was this woman who used to tease a seventh grade student by saying she was having an affair with her daddy ended up being murdered because she was having an affair with someone else's husband Mm. was it foreshadowing i don't know but that little tidbit always blew my mind And that is my tale from the hood. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope to hear it on the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. It's my favorite thing every Monday morning. Talk to you later, guys. That's
1: That's how you how you do that. That's how you do it. That's how you do that. That's how listen. Let me get let me get real for a second. If you want to send in audio submissions to this podcast, that's how you do that. You follow the blueprint of one Laura W. Because that's how you you drop bars. That's how you drop heat. That's story structure. Okay? That's misdirection. That's taking a real-life incident, using first-hand information, taking it back around, and applying it to a great story. I don't want to hear any other audio submissions if they're not coming in like that. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, friend. Laura's the best storyteller in the game we just going to keep it at that. We're we'll going to keep it simple. Like <laughs> We're going to move on. That was really good, man. That was man. a crazy story. Yeah. Man, twists. I thought the joke was inappropriate. I don't know if I want to teach her making jokes about sleeping with my parents. But then it turned, oh, man, but it turns out she really was about that life. She said, no, I'm Mr. Steal Your Man. I will miss, Mr. I- I'm Mrs. Steal Your Man. Yeah, that's what she does. That's what she does. Wow. Man, great story. Laura, Miss J. Oh, titillating. Sensual story. Love it. We got one more email, and then we're going to get up out of here. This email is from Clara. She says I can use her name. From Clara. The email goes, hi, Alvin and Fran. I live in VA and have grown up in various places in northern Virginia all my life. When my parents first immigrated here from South Korea, we lived in Alexandria, Virginia. Been there Cool. I like it there. I did not know this until I was an adult, but Alexandria has a rich paranormal history that dates back way to 1749. Here's my personal ghost story from when I was a kid. Probably about four or five years old. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it. A personal story from 1749. From 1749. Here's a <laughs> I'm a I am a ghost from the 17th century. Uh so uh yeah, so here's my personal story from probably when I was about four or five years old, right before I started kindergarten. We lived in an old apartment building on the ground level in Alexandria. I wish I knew the exact building, but my parents also don't remember and it didn't keep anything, it didn't and didn't keep anything old enough that had an address on it so that I could research back on. Anyway, it was a two-bedroom apartment and my little brother and I slept on a bunk bed that faced the opposite of the room doorway. Every single night, I would wake up facing the door facing the open door that led into the small hallway and see a figure that looked like it was made up of green TV, green TV static. Mm, Whoa. It had no face. It had no face, just a figure that looked like it was wearing a military helmet. Oh God. And I could make out something like a gun over its shoulder. It would disappear as it went down the hall and reappear when it reached the end of the hallway where our door was. I would have repeated nightmares where I was outside of our glass sliding doors looking into the apartment and my mom would be sitting at the dining room table with bad ghosts surrounding her. What? And in my dreams, I would bang and bang on the glass doors to try to save her, but she would never hear me. I still remember this dream vividly 34 years later. That's how frequently I would have these nightmares. Every night I saw the military ghost figure. I would, absu- I would stay absolutely still so that the ghost would not, would not know I was awake. And I would squeeze my eyes shut so hard and just pray f- to fall back asleep quickly. That's when you know you're dealing with some ghostly forces when you're like, just go to sleep. like just, <laughs> I'll just go to sleep. I'll deal with it. I'll just go back to sleep. I don't, I don't even want to deal with this. Woo, okay, this is intense. What if you embrace them, though? I don't know that the TV static ghost with the military <laughs> helmet is the Casper of Alexandria. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know if I if there is a ghost that would look embraceable. Yeah. If hey. That's a word. Go walk towards it. Yeah, like, <laughs> "Oh, I died nice in like meet a, you. I died in a skiing accident. I don't have any grudges. This isn't a grudge type of thing. I yeah. just I'm just dead <laughs> and I live here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Just, uh, yes. I was so scared about this, but never told my parents or my little brother because I didn't want to scare him. We moved shortly before I started kindergarten in Centerville, Virginia, and I never saw the ghost again, and my nightmares completely stopped. So I resolved that it was just something I must have imagined and completely forgot about it. Fast forward to post-college. My brother and I were smoking outside of our parents' rooftop late one night, and I finally decided to tell him about my childhood ghost. As I was saying, I never told you about this, but every night in our old apartment, I would wake up, dot, dot, dot. And before I finished my sentence, my brother shouted, there was a Green Army ghost that walked up, up and down the, our hallway? What the fuck? <laughs> we both could not believe that we, were, that we were both so little and too scared to say anything about this ghost. And decades later realized it was not just our imaginations. We think the army ghost might have been protecting us from other bad ghosts. The ones that haunted my nightmares since it never did since it never did anything, but paced the hallways as though guarding something maybe ours in my parents rooms. Anyways, this is why I truly believe in spirits, both good and bad. I love you guys. Your friendship and banter always makes me laugh. Your stories are diverse and interesting, and I hope you guys continue to grow your amazing podcast. P.S., Since I only live two hours from Baltimore, I hope to run into you guys someday. Thanks for all you do, Clara. You can use my name, plus I'll probably geek out if you end up reading my story on the pod. Well, go ahead and freak out. You know what I mean, friend? Great song. Um, So, yeah, well, uh, Clara, thank you so much. That was a fascinating story. I don't know if I would say I particularly am now turned into a believer of ghosts. So do you, so you just think it's an illusion? Well, it's two people having the same uh, thing. Is that? I, I think that's it's scary. It's, it's, it's super sure. funny how they didn't never they never talked. They never about it talked about it but years they, later. It was like, and then and he finished her sentence. She yeah, didn't even get into crazy. it. So that is, listen, it got me a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know if I don't know. I don't. I'm not in yet. You yeah. know, good ghost, bad ghosts, all this stuff. She's she, she, now she's adding new elements to it. Now this ghost was guarding the room. Yeah. Casper, you're right. Kind of, kind of I- like a friendly ghost. Maybe a friendly ghost. Yeah, Casper. Man. She kind of yeah. embraced it later on. In hindsight, she embraced yeah. it before she was fucking terrified. But then now, as an adult, she's like, maybe it was doing this. They're real, man. They out there. I don't- Casper's not, but you know, the idea that you would say that and you believe in ghosts and not dinosaurs is <laughs> truly one of the most unhinged and insane things you've ever said. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's all facts. Once again, folks, that email address is affirmative murder at gmail.com. You got any crazy stories involving ghosts, bad neighbors, true crime, uh, great snacks from cool stores, whatever you want. You got any uh, fun uh, would you rather questions you want to send me in front? We like doing yeah. those sometimes. Uh, send those to affirmative murder at we haven't gmail.com. Yeah, well, we haven't asked for them. Now we've asked oh, we for them. So okay. what happens? But you can like- Or advice? Or if, if you, you need, need some advice with those, those, yeah. we, you know, we did one of those one time. We got a response back from somebody, yeah. but you know, it's fine. <laughs> hey, we, we will make sure we, we preface it with, we're not experts. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Next clear. time we'll make sure we're clear than that yes. and that it's not we, advice. It can't be any more clear than, than what we've been okay. saying. For I, 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 <laughs> I just, I, I let people know. I dropped out i I'm an idiot. Like, I don't know what you want me to, don't listen to me. But if you want unhelpful advice from us that you shouldn't listen to. Yeah then please send advice. Ask, uh, yeah. Advice that you shouldn't take advice that I'll recommend. <laughs> like I'll give it to you, but I'll go, Hey, don't use this. Yeah. Though. If you want that, <laughs> to your discretion, yeah, Use it <laughs> to your discretion, you know, like it's your business, right. but I, I don't think you should listen to us, exactly. but I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, uh, those can all be sent to affirmative murder at gmail.com. This is so fun. We enjoy doing this so much. Love the audio submissions. One last time. Shout out to Laura. That right. was fucking amazing work. And until okay. next time, Always be on the lookout. See you guys later.